0: you tuned into the Millennials Anonymous podcast.
1: And yesterday's your girl, Lee's Winnie, and I am a fucking millennial. Today we got a lot of stuff to talk about. As your
0: girl, Lise, gets you hiked and you comfortable. They need to be comfortable. W R D R and we're ninety eight point four FM.
1: I'm gonna have to throw this bitch in the river. Hey everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yes, it is your girl Lise Winnie and I am a fucking millennial. So we got to get this party started right. And so very, very quickly, but before I can do that, I know you like Lee. you look like an extra in a ghetto ass Robin Hood movie. And I'm like, yes, this is what I look like today. This is what we doing today. We just, we're not going to, we're not going to address it. We're going to ignore it and we're going to move past it. That's what we doing. But this is what you got. And so we gonna fucking deal with it. It is my youngest daughter's birthday today. So happy birthday to her. Happy she turns five years old. So she had the time where you can like give them a box and shit and they just go off and make imaginations like a lot of kids. Well, I don't know. Cause kids nowadays don't really have imaginations because kids nowadays watch other kids play with toys. Like that's, that's where we're at. Like they literally are the people that are watching other kids play with toys and they will sit there and watch that for hours. I never could understand that shit. Like, but then again, I was like, well as an adult i guess we watch porn and we sit there and watch that for hours so it's sort of like you know you're watching them play uh so it's all the same at the end of the day it's all the same so that's where we're at it's her birthday happy birthday to her we gonna be in the house we in the house like ll cool j we don't go out like where i am in the area that i am not too far from me is spiking yeah we spiked we spiked this punch Y'all fucking asses Don't want to stay in house Like y'all out You going You traveling You doing this You you just out there And it's just too much And y'all need to stay Y'all asses in the house I know this vaccine Coming out We gonna talk about that In the top 10 During the topic But y'all doing the most okay y'all doing the most and i need y'all to stay the goddamn in the house speaking of which like even when y'all go in the store like y'all don't even be social distancing in the store when i tell you i moved up and the person behind me moved i was like when i move you move it was like ludicrous was in this bitch, like in the store because every time i moved up she moved up i'm like listen i'm not with you i don't know you you back back the fuck up we we not together I need you to back up. You need to back up. Like we, I'm not, I don't want to have to do this in this store today. I don't give a damn if you old, you're going to back the fuck up today. Like, I, I don't know what you got. You, you do me backing it up. Back, back that ass up. Okay. All the way up. Because every time I move up. You move up. This is not a goal for you to do that. And a lot of y'all be doing that in this store. Like, just because we in the store don't mean you can't catch COVID from me. You don't know what I got. I know I might look clean. You're like, "Mm, she look good. She look clean. You don't know what my lungs look like. All right. You don't know what them bacterias look like in there. All right. Bacterium's in me. You don't know that. So I need you to back all the way up. So just back up next time you see me in the store or anybody for that matter. Just back up. Alright, and today is a very interesting day because mm, top 10 trending topics is going to be short and you know how I'm long-winded as fuck, but we're going to try to keep it to a minimum, okay, I'm going to keep it to a minimum and we have a guest today, so I'm excited, we have Miss Amy Correa Bell here today, amazing, she's an artist,
0: artiste
1: okay she's a singer she's an actress she's a creative we, we're gonna talk to her today about her upcoming ep and all the things that she has going on because she's so dope so awesome she's bringing that cali flair you know we're on the east coast she's west coast so it was like the east coast west coast connection it was it was so like back in the day it was like bad boy and death row but in a, in a good way like we wasn't beefing or nothing like that but it was in a good way we came together as as one we came across the united states of these good ass americas so we have her today so top 10 training topics is going to be a little bit shorter because it's such a great interview i don't want to cut it short so we're going to head a whole interview today and i also want to give a shout out to unapologetically dope podcast uh because they actually are doing an image awards for smaller content african-american creators so big shouts out to them that will air on december the 30th we did write an article up um for that so if you haven't had a chance to check out the blog about what they're doing please go and check out the blog about what they're doing i'm so happy that it's more people that are recognizing these smaller platforms independent media matters man so make sure you support independent media as much as you support the big ones more and more people are starting to do this and Hey, it's enough room for everybody because basically what this means is that you're going to get more information. You're going to get more perspectives. And so you have less of that group think going on because you have more people talking. So the more people and the more perspectives and opinions are out there, you are better able to make a choice of your own. Now you can choose what you truly believe and what is the best thing for you to do or say or buy or whatever the fuck it is that you're looking at. So make sure you support. So shout out to them for that as well. So let's get into these top ten trends. How oh, did I wait a minute did I forget something? I think I'm forgetting something. Turn that
0: shit up, turn, that shit up.
1: turn- all right so let's get to these top 10 trending topics of the week so monday yes today monday we will get a president today yes they will vote the electoral college will vote on who will become the next sitting president of the united states of america now i know what we hearing out here in these streets i know trump is saying hey you know it's a little bit of fraud over here it's a little fraud over there we got a fraud everywhere but um ain't nobody seen it we ain't seen it no we ain't seen it so uh, this is this is happening he also said trump said donald president donald trump had said that he said hey hey I leave if the Electoral College votes in Joe Biden and they certify his 306 votes. So it appears that Joe Biden will win with 306 votes, which ironically is the same amount of votes that Donald Trump himself won over hillary clinton when he said he won in a landslide now we'll see if he changes his tune i'm not sure and a nor'easter is coming not easter like the easter bunny is coming no the nor'easter is going to be hitting the northeast yes or affectionately known as the north okay the north is about to be hit And dumped with a ton of snow. Now this is a sign from the Lord Jesus Christ himself. He said y'all need to sit in a house. Y'all been out here in these streets. Y'all ain't been listening. Y'all been doing the damn thing out here. Just running the streets. And we can't have that. We cannot have y'all out here. So in my area we're supposed to get up to a foot. Maybe a little bit more than a foot in some areas. I don't know if this is what's about to happen. But on Wednesday we will see... If the snow is coming now, let it snow and stay in. And speaking of kind of true versus is actually going to get postponed. Yeah, it's going to get pushed back. Yeah, we're not going to be happy. We're not going to hear happy because Ashanti apparently got the COVID. And because she got the COVID she can't be with Keisha Cole and everything and so she did go on live with Keisha Cole and they sat there and she was talking she said she feels good she wanted to do it still but listen Ashanti listen we didn't need Teddy Riley in the back yep yep we didn't need the Teddy Riley syndrome to have the internet be all cutting out like the first couple verses the internet was all fucked up like somebody some sometimes your Wi-Fi be good everybody Wi-Fi ain't created equal and everybody Technological skills ain't created equal, so we're gonna need y'all to be together. I know you're gonna serve us looks and body, okay? We're gonna be waiting on it, all right? We're gonna get looks and body from y'all, so we're gonna appreciate COVID vaccine. The COVID, speaking of COVID, the COVID vaccine is approved by Pfizer. Yeah, Pfizer got that green light, and they're gonna start administering vaccines. But just like I said, unless it is coming from Amazon Prime, and Amazon is doing this delivery, like I said, Jeff Bezos gonna be paying no taxes. But you get that shit out of that warehouse real fast. I'm just saying, every week I'ma say it because I'm still ordering shit off of Amazon, and it just comes on so like clockwork. And if it ain't Amazon, the incompetence of it all. We've seen the incompetence of it all and I knew and they already this week they already done fucked up like it's just the first week and they didn't oh. fucked it up they didn't sent the vaccine kits to the wrong state a hospital in California expected to get powder vaccines they got frozen ones that so they didn't know what to do with. And they couldn't really handle it Because that's not what the fuck they was expecting And they have tens of thousands of people That are thinking that they're gonna get vaccine In the coming weeks when it's really gonna be a couple months So it's just, it's a lot They already fucking up already And and it just, just started And if I'm not mistaken, Pfizer and Moderna They both got two shots So now you gotta get these motherfuckers to come back And get a second shot So if you get the one shot, you gotta come back and get the two shot Now It's a lot of people that don't follow instructions and they don't read. And I feel like this is really about to be some shit. Like I, I shout out to the scientists and the people that's flying the planes and all and driving the trucks. We appreciate y'all, but this is about to be a disaster. And speaking now, of what, how, what happened with this one, Uncle Snoop is back. He is—he's on his uncle duties. He is uncling, like he said that he would. And this time, he's talking about women should leave their bodies in their clothes, and they should leave stuff to the imagination and stop telling people about it. Now, Snoop said this. Snoop said it's like too fashionable when the secrecy that should be a woman's that's like your pride and your possession he continued he said the, that's your jewel of your of the nile that's what you should hold on to that should be your possession that no one gets to know until they know about it now what i will say uncle snoop appreciate you being an uncle we we like you uncling we like you being this father figure it's it's cute we like it but I'm gonna have to call the hypocrisy Okay so we're gonna call the hypocrisy Now I know that you he did Now listen before y'all start jumping on Snoop He did say that he Championed Meg the Stallion and Cardi B For being out here And doing it like they you said you know They they speaking up for women They can be you know say what they want to say They being a champion for women's sexuality and all of that He said he, he loved it okay he loved it They should keep doing keep doing them Okay keep doing it Appreciate them but you know, he also said he has a daughter, she's probably out here whopping. But if he was 2021, 20, he would appreciate the movement. But now that he's an older gentleman, he's like, no, you know, I, I like a little to the imagination, which I'm gonna call hypocrisy. So, first of all, probably the parents of Cardi B and potentially Meg the Stallion probably grew up listening to Snoop music. Okay, so if this was any of this was passed down, it probably came from Snoop and other people like Uncle Snoop, okay? And Uncle Snoop, you made millions of dollars, literally millions of dollars, on porn like not pornographic but sexually explicit images well you actually pornographic you did do girls gone wild yep you had a whole line of girls gone wild videos i remember those commercials they came on real late at night it was very very weird i just but i remember those back in the day so you had a whole line of girls gone wild sexually explicit lyrics lyrics and images that you've made millions on okay so if people didn't want to show their wop okay you wouldn't live in a mansion so let's just keep it keep it 100 um on this i, I get what you're saying because a lot of the time we do need to wop, but we also need to be able to do other things too because sometimes you look at the timeline of the people and it's just like twerking on the chair twerking on the side twerking on the ceiling twerking on the, the balcony twerking on the store twerking on. i'm like can we do something now and the hottest toys of the year so apparently Star Wars anything with baby Yoda is supposed to be big. And this is according to New York Magazine. Now, I, little ki- I don't think the kids give a fuck about the Mandalorian. Like, I, I don't think they care about that. I think that's the grown-ass men walking around with Yoda babies. Because ain't no kid caring about no goddamn baby Yoda. Like, they just, they're just not, okay? They're just not... And Chadwood Boseman's character, the Black Panther, will not be recast. So I know that I had mentioned, I think there was a story that was that was going around that they were saying that Shuri, the sister, would actually be filling the Black Panther role. That is not going to happen. According to Marvel Studios Chief, he said the sequel will honor Boseman's legacy. And they're going to continue to explore Wakanda and all the rich characters that they introduced in the first film And they didn't say how this was going to be done Because I'm thinking about the semantics And I'm like what are you going to show like his Well I guess it's not really Chadwick Boswell's mother But Black Panther's mother You're going to show the Panther's mother in the kitchen Like she's going to be cooking over here And then you're going to have You know them other people they are going to be over here walking down the street And then you you got Because I'm like his character was in a whole relationship So how do you show that character? You know what I Miss mean? Olivia Jade had a lot to figure out when she came to the Red Table Talk with Jada and Willow and Gam so she had a lot to talk about and if you don't like who is Olivia Jade this is Aunt Becky remember Aunt Becky from Full House that's how I remember Aunt Becky from Full House this is her daughter and because I'm Becky in jail right now, okay. Um, she is locked up, like Acon said, and her dad is also locked up, okay. So they both in jail because they paid a whole five hundred thousand, five hundred thousand to get her into USC. They paid another five hundred thousand to get her sister into usc sidebar to a sidebar usc amazing school amazing kids amazing students amazing staff is it worth five hundred thousand for an application no no if you're gonna pay oh that's a million dollars they gave to usc now this don't this don't include the food you eat in the cafeteria it don't include the shitty toilet paper in the dorm. It don't include the bed. It don't include the, the books. It don't include the, the lectures. It is just just this just, just, just application. And there have been a huge surge in reports, apparently, about revenge porn this year. They're saying that people have been in sucking house, and this has been exacerbating an ongoing problem. Now it is illegal in some countries and some states here in the United States, but people still are doing this. They're saying Around 2050 reports have been made to a government funded hotline or helpline, which they're saying is a 22 percent rise since last year. Now, what I will say, this is I'm going to be on my aunt least moment since Uncle Snoop is uncleing. I'm going to be aunting. Don't send no naked pictures to nobody. Don't send no explicit pictures. I don't care how many times they ask for it. Send them them little circles that look like it's loading do not send anybody a naked picture of you because once it's out there it's out there it's gone yes you can go through the legal process but why have to deal with that shit just don't send it most of us most of us don't even look that good naked anyway so like just keep it to yourself he can see it in person or she can see it in person and if they can't see it in person then they don't need to see it that's all i'm saying just just let it be just let it ride if you want to hey take a take a page out of the instagram people all of them is half of them is, is got their asses sitting on the countertop in the bathroom do that you know what i'm saying do that or create an only fans if you're gonna put naked pictures out there at least get paid for it baby just at least get paid i'm just saying if you're gonna put it out there just just do it do it right just just do it the right way and this has been top 10 trending topics let's get to this interview with amy 818 today. I'm excited because I've been listening to her music and I've been watching her videos. She is an artist, creative artist. And so I can appreciate people like her. Welcome to the show, Amy. How are you doing today? Should, Should I call you Amy... 818 or what should what should I call you I
0: feel like Amy Correa Bell Amers Amy 818
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh can I, is it okay can I call you Amy yep, yep. oh first name basis I love it. okay I feel special
0: least I'm happy to be here
1: all right so we need to know a little bit about you because uh, I, I gave somewhat of an intro but it's not all of who you are so who is amy before you became amy 818 you were just amy correa and you're from san fernando valley so tell us about amy from the valley
0: well amy correa from the valley is a daughter of an immigrant woman from guatemala and daughter of a puerto rican man raised in new york um oh met down here they came and met and got married a month later so i'm blessed to have gotten the opportunities and grown up in a beautiful place like the valley the 818 Um, but i would say that i am a girl that's full of inspiration that loves to perform i love to um put on a show like my main heart of hearts is just putting on a show whether that's through acting or through music I just love being in front of people and I love performing. And so when you said I was like a creative artist, I was like, that actually fits because I would say I do a little bit of everything. Music and performing music is definitely my passion because I love to see the look on people's faces and and connect with them when I'm singing a song. Um, But at the end of the day, my parents are full of passion. You know, Latinos, very, very drama. Um, And growing up to them, my brothers are ten and twelve years older than me. They'd always put me on the spot to do impressions, to dance, to sing. And I was that little kid that did it all. Amy, come over here. Show us how your dad looks when he gets home. Like he walks like this and you know, and show us the song you learned from Madonna. And I will do the routine. Like I just grew up with a, a family like encouraging me to be who I am. And I think my brothers both being DJs. Oh and, wow. Yeah, and producers that were 10 and 12 years older than me. So if you can imagine when I'm five, they're 15 and 17. When I'm seven, they're 17 and 19. And they got people over break dancing in the living room, spinning, scratching records on vinyl. You know, so I just grew up in the like 80s and,
1: you know. Are you an 80s? Are you an 80s baby?
0: Baby raised in the 90s and yeah. There you go.
1: <laughs> okay, so you you know the Pop-Tarts and the Lunchables. Okay, all right, yes. Yeah. So you're millennial.
0: I have some Pop-Tarts in my house right
1: now. You, okay, wait a minute. What flavor though?
0: The strawberry ones. The, the oh.
1: Okay, the classic. We can we can appreciate the classics. Okay, I got you. I was getting a little worried. I get worried with the new ones, like the milkshake ones, and it's like
0: yeah. No, I don't play that. I don't play the chocolate ones or none of that stuff. And you know <laughs> that the San Fernando Valley is where. Richie Valens, you know, Uh he's from right up the street, you know Danny Trejo. Oh,
1: don't tell me he's from your neighborhood.
0: He's from my neighborhood. He's about three minutes away from me, three to five minutes. Um, Patrick Swayze lived a block up the street from me growing up. I used to see him all the time. Oh. A lived in my city, so I rep hard the A1A, just saying.
1: Okay, so you you grew up in the valley valley. Like when we talk about a valley girl. That's <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> okay. I don't know. Some people are like, Oh, do you talk like a valley girl? I'm like, I'm definitely like a hood valley girl, but I'm definitely
1: Is that a thing? The the hood
0: valley? Yeah, it's like you still talk valley but you have a little like hood in you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is it is it all because it sounds like it was very like big houses big cars celebrities.
0: Well, the valley is very that that would say that's more like encino studio city like where the kardashians grew up i'm in the valley like the san fernando valley gotcha. is, um it's kind of like a hybrid so right where i live there's tons of mexican cowboys like tons and they kind of run the city um and then so the, you know there's very suburban like lots of like um you know different kind of like there's asians there's white americans and they're kind of in their bubble and then we have blacks and then latinos and then we're just kind of all meshed up together you know what oh. I'm saying? so is
1: it like a new york it's like a california but a little bit of new york in there like you got everybody kind
0: of mixed together but the difference is there's tons of mountains, there's tons of horses, there's chickens, there's llamas. Um, So it's kind of weird. Like just the other night I heard, you know, cause I'm still in the valley. Okay. Uh, I heard that, you know, they were having a concert like dim, 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 like till 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, oh, I love this neighborhood. I love the culture. I love that I can get the best Mexican food and Salvadorian food right down the street. And I love that I can rent horses. I love that I see Black people, I love that I see Asians, and now there's Armenians, like, in the area. So it's kind of a great mix, and I think that's where I would say, like, the Hood Valley came in there, you know? Because people, when they think of the Valley, they think, oh, it's so posh, it's Beverly Hills. But I'm like, no, that's Beverly Hills. The Valley's like the melting pot of something different.
1: Okay, got you, got you. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, you know, like, that big life. I knew it wasn't Rodeo Drive and I know that's in in Beverly Hills, but I was like, oh, that sounds that sounds so so like.
0: Yeah, so if you ever come to California, you should check out the valley, the handsome dam and uh, different areas here because a lot of people miss this beautiful part of California. They just go to the Hollywood sign and like Highland and Hollywood and Lockman, and they kind of forget that there's a whole other side to Cali that's just- where is
1: because I've been to Palm Springs. I've been to L.A.
0: Yeah.
1: So where are you on that spectrum?
0: Have you been to Burbank or Pasadena? I have not. Okay, so I would say there's Hollywood and in front of it, there's another city called Burbank. And then I'm like three cities in front of that, but it's basically the further you go towards the mountains, right under the mountains is the deep valley, which is where I'm from.
1: Got you, got you. See, we're getting a geography lesson. I love it, I love it. Now we know about California. But I wanna know about your name because I think your name, it means something correct. So the Amy 818 actually has a meaning It's not just a cool area code name, it actually has meaning. What does it what does it stand for?
0: It stands for well, you know, 818 I feel means something special because the eight is an infinity sign. And the one is like right in the middle of two infinities. So I love the the number like what it resembles in numerology. And then I love that I'm from here because like when I was little, growing up watching La Bamba and be- my parents being like, you know, he lives right, he lived right down the street. And they took me to the swap meet when I was like nine or 10 and I met um, Ralph Maggio from the Karate Kid. Oh wow, okay. Like you can follow your dreams, you know. So like things like that just stick with me since I was little. And Patrick Swayze, the guy from Ghost, you know, growing up being like, well, you know, the guy from Ghost lives right up the street from me. And yeah, all these peacocks, it just, it made me feel like, man, these people are right here. Like I could go for my dreams. Like I felt the inspiration of just being in this area, which is even a lot of immigrants, a lot of Mexicans have come here and have started businesses and they've made such a beautiful culture in San Fernando.
1: And mm-hmm.
0: uh, Salvadorians and and my mom comes from Guatemala. So like just the fact that we're here, like our whole family's here and we get to kind of go for our dreams is like, Knowing how my mom grew up and where I'm at now, I'm just, it's such a blessing. I could
1: imagine that. And
0: yeah, it's, it is an ode to where I'm from, like giving honor and respect to my to, you know, my hood where I grew up.
1: You always got to rub the hood, even as yeah. old as you get, as far as you move away, you always have to rep- represent where you come from. It means a lot to the people and it, and it builds you who you are. I hate the people who move and then they forget where they come from. You can't
0: do that. You, uh-huh. you always got
1: to take it with you
0: no 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 i know and people from la like we'll meet up each other and be like you from la like two 310. no i'm 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 three two three or i'm eight one eight like down here we have our little things with each other you know
1: yeah every i think that's everywhere like everywhere kind of like no you're not from around here so i'm i'm from baltimore originally i don't live in baltimore city now but i am from baltimore so it, it's very interesting what's your
0: area code
1: it's either four four three four one oh we got a lot of them six six seven
0: so that's cool
1: yeah yeah so it's either 443 or 410 really is in that baltimore area but mine is is 443 nice. but but you know i was just listening to what you were saying because it sounds like you've always been that person that was going to get into the arts that was going to become a creative you've always been kind of inspired by the arts. Was that because you, where you grew up? Because you grew up so close to, like you said, to these people, to Hollywood, where it wasn't far-fetched for you.
0: Yeah, I would say it's a combination of the incredible musicians, the legendary artists that are still legends today, seeing them at such a young age, like growing up, you know, with Moonwalker, Michael Jackson, Madonna, Janet, you know all these classic hip-hop groups like the bc boys tribe called quest um and just these like major artists being on my television screen doing these incredible videos as a kid so it was a mix of that being where i'm from and then like when i was 11 i told my parents i'm like i really want to be on tv or something like and my dad's like well they're filming meteor man down the street we can go down there oh wow <laughs> down- And to be honest, that's how I got in the acting industries. I met someone there that became my manager and I got my job as an extra. And I was an acting extra for like maybe two movies. And then I booked um, my first Burger King commercial. My first commercial I ever auditioned for, I booked it, got into SAG and like, I just became a child actress. From then on, I just never stopped acting. And-
1: What was your first line? You remember it?
0: That is such a great question. So Burger King, I had no lines because it was music playing and we were like dancing and stuff. Um, let's see, I think my very first line was in Spanish. Really? Pilot called Popcorn Kids when I was 12. I, I had braces on and it, we were rating movies like thumbs ups or thumbs down. But I don't remember what those <laughs>
1: <were>. <laughs> But it was just cool because you've been acting.
0: Um, kids or
1: something okay <laughs> but you've been acting for a minute which i didn't realize until i was i was looking you up like you've been in the parkers you've I- been in er gilmore girls that's So raven and also more recently dexter like why make the jump like it sounds like from the the age of 11 you were already doing acting what made you say you know what i, I, I like acting but i think i'm gonna sing
0: well, I got into piano classes at 11. My parents, I was very hyper kid, and my parents were like, put her in piano classes. Cause I, back then all I did was record myself on these cassette tapes, like singing and banging on the piano. I think I might've been getting on their nerves. So they sent me to this piano teacher, but what they didn't know was he was such a legend. Like he taught me all the classics, like Billy Joel, you know, um, Nat King Cole and he would teach me how to like sing these songs and he always like hey, you can sing and he'd record me singing so when I turned um, 17 I got an audition to be um, MCA was putting together a girl group that they were gonna sign and they wanted a Latina girl or an ethnic girl And so they wanted to audition me and I honestly was like, um, I feel like I'm not that great of a singer, but I could dance. Like I'm a good dancer. I'm. A, I've been in drill team and this and that, and and everyone's like, dude, you should just audition for it. Who cares? You never know. That could be the thing that gets you your next big movie. And um, so I auditioned for that. Literally, we went to sing for, believe it or not, Randy Jackson.
1: Really? <laughs> That's cool, dog.
0: <laughs> Song group. All I do is think of you. We learned it and sang it. Got our record deal. And then the rest is history. Now I'm full blown in the music industry.
1: <laughs> that's pretty, uh, like Randy Jackson, I could imagine. How old were you when you you first did that? When you were auditioning in music? Oh. Were you still a
0: teenager? And he like, I just knew he was the guy that worked there that was gonna hear us sing. Not until years later, my friend, I actually have a friend that worked for him for 10 years. And that's when American Idol started, I go, I know him. Like I met him when I was younger and, and then like, I actually ended up seeing him again. And he remembered me. He's like, really?
1: <laughs> That's so cool though. To say that you met him, you know, before we all knew him. Cause he's been in the industry, but we didn't know who he was if you were on the outside. That's pretty cool.
0: Cause he got us, he's, he approved us. He gave us that stamp of approval and let us, you know, get our first record deal and like, get the best you know that we could get and it was just such a life-changing experience because the girls all the rest of the girls were from other states and um you know i had an opportunity to move in with one of them and i told my parents i was like please can i just move with the girls because i want to be with the girls all the time and our, our schedule was like every day like work with a vocal coach four hours of dance go learn how to like walk and talk and pose and don't talk to too many people because we want you guys to be famous like it was weird back then oh. but very, like, and i wasn't the lead singer okay i was the girl that did all the low notes and the rapping and the talking in the beginning so
1: oh, you are a rapper
0: yeah I, I would i wasn't like rapping but i do all the like yeah what's up you know like all the stuff in the, on okay. the track but i was going, man i better learn how to write music because i'm not the lead singer so okay. that's I always learned to write music. I was like, okay, I started telling the producers, I really want to write, you know, I, I feel like I know how to write music. I know music. Well, my brothers are DJs. And I literally fell in love with making music. Because we got to work with producers that work with Beyonce. And like, back in the day, they were working with Jennifer Lopez when she was first starting. And like,
1: oh, damn, okay.
0: they were working with the Pussycat Dolls and different people like there was just they were well off producers so i feel like i got to just see how the best worked at a young age and kind of it really like gave me that fire for music oh
1: that's so i wanted to ask you because you mentioned you, you moved with one of your group mates yeah. a lot of solo female artists start off in groups for whatever reason how was that because I, I'm just gonna throw it out there. It seems like female groups don't work. How was it starting your music career off in a music group? Do you think it helped you? Do you think it hurt you? Was it
0: beneficial? I think it really helped me. Um, It it was very beneficial to learn how to work with a manager, an accounting manager, um, different people. and, And it made me very like work harder because these girls were a lot further along than me musically and could sing so like one of them sounded like Christina Aguilera and I mean whenever there was a part given to us we'd all be like auditioning like I can do this and it just made me like work 10 times harder so I would say it it was very beneficial I mean honestly it was my biggest heartbreak as well because one of the best albums I've ever been a part of and in the world never got to hear it. We only have, like, one or two songs out on iTunes, you know? Um, and, yeah, that, I would just say it was the biggest heartbreak. We did a... Before reality shows were a thing, we were the first to do a reality show with Dean Kane.
1: Really? Yeah. Superman. Right. Okay.
0: <laughs> I live with us. So we just thought... I just thought, man, this, we're going to make it. Like, you know, we're going all the way and no it didn't it what like, happened
1: to the group what happened did, did, did you guys mutually say hey or was the label like you know
0: yeah the, the lead singer of the group kind of had an on and off battle with one of the other beautiful singers there was two lead singers um a boy was involved of course like always always a producer boy
1: oh
0: so, <laughs> um the main lead singer she decided after Our tour was set up that she was going to go ahead and let the label know she didn't want to be a part of it and that made us look bad and then the label's like, you know what, we've put so much money into this, we feel like we're just not going to move forward, you guys don't have your lead singer and that, that was it.
1: (laughs) Damn, fucking men, like they just can't keep it together men god damn it i know (laughs) you were in a what you were in more than one weren't you in uh three groups total
0: after that i had to you know i went back into acting i met a girl that someone said i'd be a great person to write with we were in a group called craze.com with my brother eddie and he was our dj we had a girl drummer and then Megan good and her sister Lamaya good used to come to all our shows and they loved us and they were like, dude, we should do a group like the four of us. Uh, Cause we, you know, Megan's my best friend. And
1: Oh, and really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. I didn't know that.
0: She's like, I really wanted to like, perform with you guys. And, and we just thought it'd be great. Like, why not? Why don't we do a little side group? So we, and it ended up being a cool thing. The hello girls. And then Megan booked a big show. So then Sterling and I, the girls from craze.com, we decided, why don't we just do Sterling and Amy? And so we did Sterling and Amy, and then we got an opportunity to like tour with another big group called Hot Natured, and we got to perform at Coachella with them.
1: So you weren't in, because I, I, for some reason I was thinking you were in that group,
0: Hot yeah, Natured. We that. we weren't in that group. That group is like two DJs, and they have featured artists. So their featured artist was Annabelle England, and then they hired us on to kind of do all the singing and hype up everybody and dance. So it was a really like, okay, we get to go to Coachella with the artist pass, we get to go to CRCD festival, CRSD festival, we got to perform at the El Ray. I, I was like, I'm in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Coachella.
0: I, yeah, there. It, I couldn't say no to that that opportunity, but. The girl group thing was like an ongoing thing for me and I think it kinda just got to a point where I was like, I just wanna do my thing. I think I'm trained up enough and I just had this, I've always been an actress. I've always like, I never felt like I could fully do my thing cause I was always making room for other people on a track. Um, and I think I just got the bug, like that Coachella show just changed me or something. Just being in front of all those people and the energy I had. I was like, yo, I'm not even nervous. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. And for everybody,
1: that means you, you're in your lane, in your passion at that point.
0: Yeah, it's like, I feel like I turn on actually.
1: That's, you know what is interesting to me, just talking about your sound a little bit. I don't know if it's the groups that you were in. I don't know if it's where you grew up, but I hear pop and it's interesting. Like I hear, I hear the influences of, of Madonna. I hear a little bit of rock in you as well so why why never the rock genre because i know that you identify with the the pop genre but not rock that's interesting to me because i get a little rock from you
0: seventh and eighth grade i mean i was obsessed with nirvana the offspring green day papa roach um the cranberries and so i like love rock music alternative rock dominated the late 90s along with hip-hop and so that group, I told you, craze.com, we were like punk hip hop. So we would do covers of Nirvana, BC Boys, NERD. Um, so I would say, and I love Paramore. I'm definitely like, I, I definitely love rock music. And even if I'm not doing full on rock, I believe in my future, when I'm able to have a full on band, it'll we'll hear more of it. But I say the influences of that come out more in how I sing a song. Like you know, some that little screamy thing. <laughs> okay. I, can I hear love, it. I punk rock music. I love rock, and I I, I like to int- integrate that into my sound, so it's more like a unique thing.
1: Oh, and I can hear that so much because when I'm listening to you, and I was listening to your music, I was like, I could really see her doing a full on rock album. Like I can, I can so hear, I
0: can hear it. it. Up right now.
1: <laughs> See, <I'm, laughs> there there we go. Like, I'm telling you.
0: When I perform, I'm very like rock vibe. I'm very, I jump around a lot.
1: I can, but that's who, I feel like that's your persona. I, I like it. I like it a lot. But even in your new EP, Amy81A, you can, you can hear it. But what really inspired the sound for the, the new EP that you have?
0: Well, the producer I worked with on this EP is also from LA, from the Valley. Um, we recorded it in Van Nuys. So I told him, Hey, this first EP, I want it to be about like where I'm from. So the song 818, gang gang is very like Latino under like gang gang is kind of like how my Latinos, we like to get together and go to the park and, you know, eat corn and like this <laughs> now <just laughs> gang gang style. So, and then, um, fuck it. I'm good. is like up the R and B side of me. Okay little I just love R&B. I wouldn't say I'm an R&B artist, but I can I love the the vibe of R&B, so I like to bring a little essence of that in there um in the dojo. It that song is really about like riding on my bike up the street to pick up my friend. We're going to hang out. We're going to go, you know, smoke a little weed. We're going to go do this or whatever and hang out. Like that's kind of how I grew up and I just wanted to be honest about that. Cause I was like That's the first line of the song This is for my homies All my friends from way back You know So I just I was like Yo I have to do a song For my homies Like when they hear it They'll know what I'm talking about
1: Okay And I, I like the feel Of the album But I'm gonna ask you A really hard question now Let's go What was your favorite What is your favorite song And why does it resonate With you so much Cause I'm pretty sure With an EP you're, Most of your the songs Are gonna be your favorite So what is your favorite song on the EP?
0: I would say Eight One Eight.
1: And why does it resonate? Because it's your your hometown. It's for your homies. Like, why does it resonate with you so much? How
0: hundred million did that? Found a way to get that rock side out of me on that hook. You know that high pitched like screamo thing, but still make it pop and still have a hip hop kind of beat. And I think it did. We didn't try to do that you know, like that oh with the top down, that part, it was, it was supposed to be, well, another one, it was supposed to be low, like country style. Uh-huh. And then I, I was like, you know what? It's just, I don't know. What if I just tried the octave of that? And when I did it, he was like, oh, dude, do that, <laughs> double that, triple that. That's the sound, that's you. Like, I was like, oh yeah, dude, that's easy. I couldn't believe like just hitting those high notes i sang that song for my vocal coach uh like a couple months ago and he was like wow like that's great i'm finally you're showcasing your voice those high registers and i'm glad you did it in a unique way so i think that's why i like it
1: okay and you know what it's interesting to me like you have two videos it seems like for for certain songs you are that's why i said you are the creator's creative because it the music, the the video, it all tells a story to me. Like, do you, how much of that do you actually sit there and like, man, this is what I see visually when I'm doing this video and taking the music and actually making it into that art.
0: I would say when we record it, like whenever I record, we have um, we set up screens, like TV screens, and we'll have either Michael Jackson on or you know no doubt like the tragic kingdom live show playing on one screen or like like a cartoon and i just kind of get re-inspired of like why i'm doing it or madonna will be on and it'll be on mute so i just see her and it like brings out and so what happens is I, i i become a character like every song has its own character and so by the time it comes to shooting the video i already know like oh i'm gonna be like you know, in the in the blessings video, you notice I wore like a long schoolgirl skirt. That's like an ode to Gwen Stefani from the No Doubt first album, when she used to wear the sports bras and the long skirts. Like, like I was giving her homage, um, and I just thought she was so badass because it was the first girl I saw that was kind of tomboy but sexy, and you know, like I, I want. I already knew like this song is giving me this feel. Like I want to bring her out. You know, this song. I, I kind of already got an idea in the dojo. We're shooting it in the dojo, like in the hood. You know, I I already kind of knew when I wrote the song, like while it's coming out, I could see it. So I just try to surround myself with people like, hey, here's what I'm thinking. You know, now, what do you think? And then we kind of just all go for it It comes out magically.
1: Do you feel like as as a Latina, there are, I mean, there's more, you're need to see more diversity, especially in mainstream. And do you feel like there is like a typecast for you and you can't really, like, for, same thing for black people. It seems like there's like one that can make it. And for y'all, you know, right now it's like, you got JLo and all the, do you feel that?
0: I do. And I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I've done a lot of music placements in Spanish. That have been on burn notice, the Kardashians go to Miami or I forgot that Miami something. They had a Miami show. But I've got a lot of TV songs I've sang on in Spanish that are reggaeton. And when I also when reggaeton kinda of first hit the scene, because I love reggaeton, I was like, man, it's so typical for me to just go like do reggaeton right now and be like, I'm gonna be like this girl or like J Lo. So I kind of low key have been Like, no, I wanna establish who I am as Amy818 first. And if I do Spanish, I wanna do some Spanish rock, like something different. And then, yeah, for sure I'd love to work with Maluma and Bad, Bad Bunny and like all these people, of course. But I want them to look at my history and be like, oh, she's dope, she's got... I want them to see like where I came from so that when we finally work together, it's my sound with their sound instead of me sounding like everyone else. Okay. Like same sound you always hear. Cause I think a lot of Latin girls have almost a similar tone. Mm-hmm. And I don't wanna get typecast into like one of those girls. And I'm also not very like showy with my body, if that makes sense. I, I don't mind being sexy and-
1: but You're not doing a Shakira TikTok video anytime
0: if, soon. I, you know, if the song calls for it, and i get inspired and, and i'm like yeah that outfit's dope i'll do it but like that's not my day-to-day feel you know and i it's with latinos they love the skin and the sex and the, <laughs> you know i just didn't want that to be the thing i was known for that makes sense
1: it makes sense but do but you I, feel I, like at some point you, they're kind of pushing you in that lane because it's not i don't think it's just latin women i think it's just women in general like sex sells unfortunately especially in the music industry
0: i'm not gonna lie to you when i was in that first girl group they said you're gonna be like the naughty school girl like latina school girl and we're gonna just always have you in like these school girl like catholic girl outfits and we'll like sex it up a little bit like (laughs) i didn't (laughs) say that i just i wanted to be so sexy so bad back then now now that i'm older i'm like no less is more you know um but i did just do a video to fuck it i'm good and it's very sexy
1: okay i mean we can take a little bit of spice here and there as long as you're not twerking on because some people out see their timeline and it's like jesus christ can we do well, something else
0: everything like what is more to see you know I, I i wish people knew here and there and i i grew up being told not to go everywhere not to show everything and leave people wanting more because Back when I was younger, I mean, you never saw Janet Jackson out or anybody was like, that's why they were famous, you know? And now it's like totally opposite. Like show yourself everywhere to be known, but I'm still kind of old school. Like I still like a little bit of mystery and I want, I feel like people that seek me out will appreciate me more than the people that I'm just pushing myself on as an artist.
1: I can respect that and and speaking of, of you know really digging into the music industry you are married to someone who is a legend
0: oh that part
1: <laughs> yeah a, a legend a legendary in the the R&B game without a doubt hands down for 15 years so for those of you that may not know she is married to Ricky Bell from new edition and Bell Biv DeVoe how do you maintain a, a ma- especially in in Hollywood how do you maintain a marriage for that long? And how has his experience actually helped you in the music industry?
0: Okay, so that's two part question. It is. Since we were on the music, I'll start with the music and then I'll lead into how we've stayed together. Um, he is like my biggest inspiration. I don't know if you've ever seen a new edition or Bell Bib DeVoe concert, but it is a game changer, life changer. Um, because these guys have so much energy. They dance from beginning to end. They everything they do is for their fans. They love fans. And their fans are so diehard. And the any family is so beautiful. When you experience one of those concerts, you're like, Okay, I better bring my A game. I better really be about this music or what am I even doing? Cause I'm always thinking, man, I want Mike Bivens to like say my stuff's good. You know. So <laughs> like I want Ricky, Mike, and Ron like to be like, oh, good job, baby. So I'm always working hard because I know how hard these guys work. They work so hard. Brooke Payne is like the best. Um, like just seeing how he's worked with them, and they literally will still do four to eight hour rehearsals. Oh wow! Um, and that, to me, that's like old school, and they still do it. And I'm like, that that's inspo. Um, so that's inspired me to just really go through my dreams and just knowing how humble Ricky is and just having him by my side as uh, my husband, my best friend and my mentor has really been uh, the biggest blessing. And you know, that's not why I married him. But it's definitely a huge bonus. And distinct like do you push it, not
1: push it out there? Because it seems like because a lot of other famous w- wives of famous people will push it out there like this is who I am and it seems like you kind of like nah I'm in my own lane.
0: Overwhelming um I got to experience it when the new edition movie came out and social media really became a hit and it's a it's a lot and what happens is people just ask me hey Amy how's Ricky hey Amy where's Ricky how are you and Ricky and it's like they kind of forget about me and I'm like okay cool you know so I try to like show him but also not make my life like about you know my music only about him he's done two songs with me three four actually Um, we've worked together I've written for him it's been an incredible blessing but we also want to stay in love and married and working together is really challenging so amen. Amen. (laughs) we'll do stuff here and there and you know this is funny but we've actually been married for 16 years Okay. We had the years. It's weird. I September of two thousand four is when we got married. So okay. Someone was like, "That's fifteen years." That one of our managers in the past told us that. We're like, "Oh, okay." Uh, we're coming up on fifteen years, and someone's like, "So we thought we were a year behind until this year." And someone goes, "No, it's 60. I'm like, "I don't remember anymore."
1: <laughs> a long time. That's all you a know. It's a long time
0: too long no i was kidding i'm grateful i would say we've stayed together um because we ask for help um we don't do it alone we're very humble and asking for pastors to pray for us asking couples that have been together way longer than us to speak into our lives um we do therapy individually collectively couples therapy we just had a couples therapy session this morning um
1: amen for the couples therapy more people need to go
0: it's not because we're so great at it. We are we got probably the same problems everyone else has. Um, it's just that we're not giving up and we're just like, hey, we need help. We don't think we should just give up on, on all of this because it's going to affect us, my parents, you know, all of our families and friends that look up to us. So many people, you know, look up to us and what we've been through for us to just give up when things get wrong is it's not fair you know we didn't we didn't sign up to just quit when the going gets tough so I think a lot of couples are just embarrassed to ask for help and their egos get involved um and we're just kind of like hey we don't know what we're doing I
1: help yeah I, I see I can appreciate that and I think that's what a lot of people don't do you want to pretend like everything is amazing and on the front side But in the back Is crumbling Because you don't want People to know Instead of just Saying you know We really don't Have this We really don't Got this Now you mentioned And I'm not gonna Stay on it forever But you mentioned The movie Was that you Because if I'm Not mistaken Wasn't
0: Didn't you play
1: Or your Your so role
0: Another girl Played me um, Yeah There was an actress That The funniest thing Though at least I'll tell you My manager Sent me that audition and I said, I love you, Mark. <laughs> I, him. I said, Yo, he's like, Yeah, I sent you an audition, but I, uh, uh, uh pretty funny, huh? Amy Curry. I go, Yeah, it's me. <laughs> he's like, I thought so. I just wanted to, I said, No, dude, you wanted me for this. And, um, we were like, There's no way I could play myself because then it wouldn't be a real biopic. Because that's the first question everyone always asks me. Why didn't you play yourself? Aren't you an actress? It's like, I don't want to relive that. First of all, I, do I want Imagine do relive it with an actor now? Like, just went through all this crap and trauma and therapy. So now I'm going to go redo that role and and take away from a beautiful biopic that's going to be historic by playing myself.
1: Right. And I was going to ask you, how did you feel about it? Like when you saw it, did you, you think it was accurate? Did you like, "Mm, they didn't get it right? Oh, he edited too much. Like, what were your thoughts on that? Since that was supposedly
0: you. Producing the entire time. So the snacks, like him coming home with the snacks, all of that is like to the T. And I think the actress, Cynthia, she did a great, great job acting. The only thing I would say is that she had a little bit of her Philly accent and I am such a Valley girl. So it would have been great to have her speak like me and have that Valley girl feel, but the movie's about New Edition, not about me. So, you know, I was a moving part. It's all good. I think she looked beautiful. I think her and Elijah Kelly had great chemistry and I thought her emotional, like her emotions were there. Like I felt it like I was on set and it got a little weird for Rick and I, so we, we went and said, hey, you guys are doing a killer job. We got to go. It's a little weird.
1: I can imagine re- you wouldn't want to, to relive the situation all over again. Yeah. But how much does your, your love for acting play into, like, I think we, we hit on this a little bit, but play into, like, the music side of it in, in, in music videos and will we be seeing more of that acting play into your music videos and will they become longer like you know Michael Jackson did back in the day where it was like a whole thing?
0: Well um I would say for sure because I'm an I, I would say I'm a character actress and for anybody that hasn't seen anything recent I am in A Girl Like Grace which is uh on Netflix right now um i'm kind of a bully in that movie okay uh, play like character kind of roles um i love to just bring the acting and the let go my latest music video i would say i brought more of an acting feel different characters um to that music video and moving forward my goal i, I don't want to give away too much but i have my next album is going to be an entire like acting thing but i don't want to say any more than that
1: okay all right we'll we'll wait for the drop
0: Or that i mean i always want to integrate acting into what i do in some way and then kind of just let god lead the rest however that's going to play out
1: like a beyonce visual album-esque
0: um not quite because i would say her She's really dope, but hers is like very beautiful and wow and look at all those and the styling and the choreography and that look. And the, you know, I, I would like to bring something more about the, um, not to take away from her because her things is super inspiring. Like probably the best cinematography I've ever seen. Um, but I'm gonna bring something more that relates to how my personal story. Gotcha. Like, Free that no one knows like the detailed story of how I grew up and where how I why I am who I am today so my next album my goal is to present that in a way that will inspire younger girls and people of all ages you know the way I was inspired growing up I want to bring back that inspo feel like what Michael and Madonna did for me oh I
1: love that I love that different Different doesn't mean knocking one or the other. It just means, hey, we doing this differently. That's all that, if, that
0: means. If audiences for different things. And, you know, Beyonce does bring that beauty and like that essence in her voice. Like there's just things I so admire about her. And there's just every artist has their own like niche thing, you know, and I, I feel like when you find that thing, it separates you as an artist. And so I always just try to be like, okay. Instead of trying to do that, I should find my niche thing and stamp that. And I think, you know, that that's what makes for a wide variety of audiences and people to choose from that you can listen to. So before we, we go,
1: I want to ask, because you, you mentioned it, you want to be inspirational for other people, other creatives. So if there's a little girl, hopefully she's not listening to this because I was good today, but I, I fucking I- cussed a lot. Um, but let's say she is, Okay. And uh, the little girl from Baltimore, maybe doesn't have to be a little girl. Maybe an adult from Baltimore or an adult from the valley, (laughs) (laughs) from the valley that's listening to this, and they're a creator, and they're like, "Hey, you know, I like music, but it's like it's just not working. I don't know if I can do it." What would you say to those girls?
0: I would say, you know, when I was little, I wasn't a hundred percent confident in my vocals ability but i was 100 percent confident that if madonna can do it if this person can do it why can't i and for me there was no one telling me no um so i would just say if my mom came from guatemala and i was just a little girl with a dream and a tape recorder and i got inspired just by watching mtv you can do it too you can do whatever you want to do it's whatever is in your heart. If you have 100% belief and passion for it, and that's really who you are, it the door is just going to magically open for you because that's what you're put on Earth to do. Um, and I really, I really feel that. So uh-huh. I would say, stay inspired. And if you're not inspired, look for inspiration. You know, and find out what's your passion. What would you do for free? What would you do if no one was paying you? if you just wanted to bring a smile to someone's face and whatever that is, that is what I feel like doors will open for you on.
1: Awesome, so now you know, you have to stay inspired, find what you love and you go for that. Now, for all the people like me who are waiting on pins and needles, now we, we have to see this these visuals. How can we follow you? How can we hear your music and what's your social media?
0: Well, um. As far as music goes, I'm on all digital platforms, Spotify, um, iTunes, Tidal, Google Music, Amazon. So anywhere you listen to music, Pandora, YouTube, I'm on there, Amy Correa Bell. And on all my social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, at Amy Correa, C-O-R-R-E-A, Bell, B-E-L-L. I know it's a long name, but I'm same name across all platforms you can find my music follow me i love to connect with my fans i'm very responsive personally to everyone so hit me up let me know what you think of my music i always respond back I, that's something i'm really um adamant about
1: awesome and i didn't even i didn't bring up politics or anything this time i was very good i was very good this interview
0: it's kind of refreshing to not talk about all that stuff for once.
1: Trust me. It, it, as a person that watches CNN on a real on MSNBC. It uh, is very refreshing.
0: trust me. And uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: but we appreciate you coming to millennials anonymous. So when you are finished with your new visuals and your fully done album and you're getting your own biopic, we, we're going to need you to come back so you can, you know, just just drop us a holler.
0: I would love to, Lise. And I have a little surprise. I have, you know, that song I told you I just shot visuals for? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be dropping a remix EP from that song. You know, back in the day when they would make like four or five versions of the same song, I'm dropping one of those soon. So stay tuned for that and the visuals to Fuck It, I'm Good. And after that. I'll be in the studio working on that album, and I'll be uh, excited to share that with you when it's ready.
1: Awesome! So I'm I'm excited. Now we gotta find the the remix. Now now we're gonna be waiting maybe the end of the year, or we looking at 2021.
0: Yep, either early 2021 or the end of the year, you guys will have it.
1: Awesome! See, we got see we got an exclusive. I feel special now. I don't know what to do.
0: First person. See.
1: <laughs> the tears the tears see i got an exclusive i love it <laughs> so definitely you have to come back we appreciate you thank you so much for being here great
0: chat i loved your questions yes i, feel like I, really- I am so happy
1: that we had miss amy 818 on she was such a dope guest I hope she comes back and we can have another conversation because we really have a lot to talk about. We could probably talk for hours and hours and hours and hours. Make sure you go and you stream her music. Make sure you go and you subscribe to her YouTube. You watch her videos. You share her content. When you have someone who's out here grinding and they really are true to the arts, it's not about mainstream. It's not about what's popping, you know, popular right now. Like they truly are true to their art. You have got to support it. Try the world is also on our website, so make sure you go and you get you a free like i think it's a buy one get one free box so make sure you go because they have all types of spices from all over the world like you can make some stuff and you could be in your kitchen and you, it's like you traveled the world but you didn't you travel right in your own kitchen from cabinet to cabinet you know what i'm saying so see the shine and see so make sure you go and you try them out and then audiobooks.com they also have a deal as well so make sure you go onto millennials.us so that you can get some of these deals that are on our website so thank you so much for tuning in to Millennials Anonymous Podcast. We will be back again next week. I'm super excited about the upcoming show that we have, so make sure you come back. We appreciate you. Bye! Up to 60% off Timberland Jackets at DTLR Villa. Find out more about this amazing deal by going to www.millennials.us backslash shops.
0: Maps Media presents the New Year's Eve Recap Bash that you're not going to want to miss with special guests and three amazing hosts. Lise Winnie from the Millennials Anonymous podcast is busting in and busting guts with the laughs. Karen is bringing the sultry realness from her podcast Say It Loud. And lastly but certainly not least Ashley the Cannabis Nurse of Cannabis Nursing Solutions is bringing knowledge, power, and madness. Watch on Facebook YouTube and Millennials.us for all the fun at 9, guests will be stopping through so keep it locked on Maps Media.